0: It's The Last Stand, and here is your host, Brian Custer. That's right, it is The Last Stand, I'm Brian Custer. We bring you the biggest names in the sport. Joining me today is one of the biggest. He is the WBO, welterweight champion of the world, Terrence Bud Crawford is back. What's up? What's going on, man? It's finally here. It's finally here. Um, If you could put into what... what What's the biggest difference that got it over over the finish line this time?
1: The biggest difference that got us to the finish line yeah. is me and Earl mm-hmm. being able to talk talk things through and agree that this is what we both want and the terms, us agreeing on the terms on pretty much everything, and that's what got us here.
0: And in, in, in considering the first time it fell apart, Did it bother you? It seemed like there was like this perception people had like, I don't even think, I think Spence wants to fight more than Crawford. That's why, that's why it didn't get done. Crawford really doesn't want to fight. Did that bother you at all?
1: Well, not really because I knew those type of people didn't know what they was talking about. If anything, I wanted to fight more than anybody. Uh, Spence wanted to fight as well. So uh, we both came together and we given
0: the fans exactly everything that they want. What would it mean to you to not only win on the 29th, but to become the, undis- the first undisputed welterweight champion in this four belt era and the first male to do it in two different weight divisions? Well, it means a lot. It means
1: a lot. A lot of people, they, they shed darkness on me accomplishing it the first time and saying I wasn't fighting nobody and they trying to t- trying to take... A lot of credit away from the opponents that I faced at 140 when those were good opponents at the time that they was uh, fighting me. So it would mean a lot for me to go out there and become a two-time undisputed uh, champion. And what's what's better than beating the
0: boogeyman? Because that that was one of the things he, he kept bringing up, especially at the press conference. You ain't fought nobody, man. You ain't fought nobody. It's got to be gratifying then to say, but I beat you now.
1: Definitely, definitely. You know, I felt, like, I felt like Roy Jones Jr. when they said he wasn't fighting nobody. And he said, I just make him look like nobody. Because every time I fight somebody, they got something negative to say after the fact. But prior to me fighting, it's a whole lot of, oh, man, I don't know if Crawford ready "Oh, this guy too big. This guy fought this guy. He's got the better resume. You hear a lot of things. But after the fight, you hear, "Oh, he wasn't nothing, and he was washed." And you know, uh, we don't give Crawford credit for this guy. But this is the fight that you guys wanted. Everybody wanted to see me fight Sean Porter because the fight that he had with Errol Spence. I didn't go calling Sean Porter out because of the type of relationship that we have. You know, um, I was calling out people like Keith Thurman, Danny Garcia, Errol Spence. So when I fought Sean Porter, everybody was saying, oh, Bud too little, Sean's gonna rough him up, or Bud's not on that level, he ain't fought nobody. But then after I fight Sean, now Sean is washed, He is dad called to fight, uh, he was already retired. I hear a lot of things, you know, so July 29th, I'm gonna hear a lot of things as well, so. I, I got used to hearing a lot of things. What'd you say? What'd you, what'd you guys say to each other when you finally got a chance to face off? And what'd you see when you looked in his eyes? Nothing. We just both acknowledged that we here. You know, I told him I'm ready. You know, and he, he acknowledged that a lot of people ready. You know, so I just when I looked him in his eyes, he I just wanted him to know that I'm here, and I'm pretty sure he wanted me to know that he was here as well. So. July 29th is going to be a fun night of boxing for not only me and him, but for the fans as well.
0: We know there's obviously a rematch clause uh, for this fight. Do you fight again at 147 or do you do it at
1: 154? Uh, I, I believe it's at either or. Okay. You know, uh, but my mind ain't even on that. I'm looking to be victorious in the first one. Mm. This is the one that matters
0: to me, the first one. I love it. One guy who's certainly looking forward to it is your guy, Jamel Charlo. <laughs> he's talked a lot about after this fight. It, do you think after Errol Spence, that's the next big fight for Buck Crawford? It could be, it could be, yes,
1: definitely. Like I said, uh, um, not only is I'm looking at, at Jamel Charlo, but Errol is too, you know, um, he's hinted and mentioned, you know, fighting Jamel Charlo as well. So that's a fight. That, that that could be made, but like I said before, I'm not even worried about Jamal Charlo. I'm not even thinking about Jamal Charlo. Only person on my mind is Errol Spence Jr.
0: Anything that he does in the ring that concerns you?
1: No, yeah, I've, I've I've seen it all. I've been in the ring with it all. I've been in the ring with bigger fighters. I've been in the ring with pressure fighters. I've been in the ring with fighters that throw a lot of punches and use their jab. I've been in the ring with all of them. Southpaws, orthodox, big, small, tall, medium. So um, I've been boxing for a long time, since I was seven. So there's, I don't i don't think there's nothing that Errol Spence can do that I haven't seen before.
0: Mm. Uh, you know, there's some who have written, they said Terrence Crawford's boxing ability, the way he switches, his versatility will be the difference in this fight. What do you say? Well, you know, we, we shall see, we shall
1: see. You know, um, a lot of people you know, can, can, can say my versatility, the way I counter, the way I move, um, the way I place my punches, when I place them, my counter ability, but all that is gonna be answered July 29th. I know you see yourself winning that fight.
0: Do you, do you actually see yourself stopping Arrow Spence?
1: With the right punch at the right time, anything can happen. Like I say, I never go in the ring looking to stop uh, any of my opponents. I look, in the, I look at every opponent the same. Just go get the victory, get the job done, look good doing it, and the rest is extra credit. What will people be saying about Terrence Bud Crawford after July 29th or after you get a victory? After the July 29th? They're gonna say Terrence Crawford is special. He's the best fighter of this era. I
0: like that. Hey everybody, I'm Brian Custer. Our next partner, Athletic Greens. You know, I take AG1 by Athletic Greens literally every day. You think I got like this overnight? No, it's because of AG1. And I wanted to try because I wanted better gut health, increased energy, immune system support. I take AG1 in the morning before starting my day, and it really makes me feel like I'm doing something good for my body, like covering all my nutritional bases. And it's great before your workouts. It's made with 75 super high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced ingredients that deliver benefits like mood, immune system, and sleep support, sustained energy, and really so much more. You know, really quickly, I noticed that it helps me with improved digestion, and I feel great, and it helps support my sleep. I like that AG1 is delivered monthly, so I don't even have to think about it. So if you want to take ownership of your health, today is a good time to start. Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five travel packs to go with your first purchase. All you've got to do go to athleticgreens.com slash last stand. That's athleticgreens.com slash last stand and check it out. You know, uh, people who support the, the podcast and watch it, they submit questions. We got just a couple of them here. Um, the first one here comes from Joshua. He says, uh, what's your five-year plan in boxing? Will you be fighting at 40? No. I would not be fighting at 40.
1: So (laughs) that's something that, you know, uh, we don't even got to talk about.
0: Um, Uncle Pete asked, do you still think Bob Arum is racially biased against black fighters? And what advice do you give Shakur when it comes to dealing with him? Listen, I don't even want to talk
1: about Bob Arum and um, what he got going on. Like I said, I'm fighting Errol Spence Jr and that's my, my primary focus.
0: Uh, Jestor asks, what's the potential matchup in boxing you would like to see next?
1: I would like to see Shakur versus uh, Devin or Shakur versus Tank. Ooh. Those, those are the two
0: big fights that I would like to see next. Jay Shooter asks, will the rematch be at 154? And if a mandatory is invoked before the rematch, uh, will you vacate the belts?
1: It depends.
0: It depends. I feel like
1: boxing, when you, when you get to a certain point in your career, you become bigger than the belts. Mm-hmm. I feel as if me and Earl Spence is at that level, to where if we was both to vacate the belts right now, the fight would still be Huge. a mega fight. Yeah. Why? Because we're still the two best fighters in the division. And we make the belts, the belts don't make us. Um, Chance asks, do you plan to entertain a fight with boots if you become undisputed? Well, like I said, all those fights is is out there in the welterweight division. But right now, my main focus, my main goal is to beat and conquer Eric Spence.
0: Lee asks, what's your thoughts on Tim Zhu? He says he wants the winner of your fight after Charlo early next year. Well, listen, you know, those
1: are great fights. Uh, uh 154 and at 147. so it's good to know that we got options and last slim shady asks is the million dollar bet still on with spence yeah <laughs> look man we 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 do what we do man <laughs> and, 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 we, and we get what we get all
0: right and we come to the last section of this show it is the last day. I'm just gonna ask you a serious question you give me yeah. the first day. you ready right all right here we go um after Spence, who's the biggest thorn in your side? Is it Jamel Charlo? Is it Jeron Buttenis? Jamel Charlo.
1: <laughs> that that guy right there, man.
0: <laughs> I do it. I do it. I knew that was going to be the answer. In the Crawford household, who's the best athlete? Is it you? Is it your daughter or is it one of your sons?
1: Hmm. It got to be between my son Tyrese and my daughter, yeah, it gotta be between them two. They both, they both, just natural born athletes. Yeah. Like all my kids is natural athletes, mm-hmm. but like my daughter, she'll drop down and do like f- almost fifty man push-ups like oh straight. Gosh. You know, I have her competing against her brothers, and she do more push-ups than all of them straight though and they get
0: mad uh, what means more to you being the first undisputed welterweight champion or just beating Errol Spence
1: mm. uh, that's a tough one I would say
0: both mmm I say both okay um, in your opinion The winner of this fight, pound for pound, best fighter in the world, walking the planet right now. Definitely, hands down. Last but not least, Tank Davis Shakur Stevenson. Who wins that fight right now? Shakur. Mm. Shakur. Wow. I love it. Uh, You want to give me a a prediction for July 29th? Victor, I've been giving it to you all day. Oh, no, I, I just thought maybe you'd give
1: me a round or something. Listen, however it comes. However it comes. Just know that at the end of the day, my hand will be rosin'. I love it.
0: One of the best finishers in the sport, Terrence Bud Crawford, champ. You always appreciate you. Thanks, thanks. That's what we do here on The Last Stand. We bring the biggest names in the sport, none bigger than this guy right here, Terrence Bud Crawford. Thanks for watching, everybody. We'll see you again next week.